We're potting this, potting this, potting this together. Watching every Disney Channel movie. We got real estate moms and psychotic dads. Oh, we're potting this. Oh, we're potting this. We're potting this together. <sighs> <laughs> What's happening? You guys, it's a Christmas episode, officially. Hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Do we, though? Did we? I bet I did. I asked for clothes, or for money for clothes shopping for Christmas, so I'm hoping that's what actually happens. Because you know what happens when you ask for Christmas presents, you don't get oh, them. Oh, yeah. So I'm probably... But like, you wanted socks, right? Well, I mean, like, legit, I love socks, but I need clothes that I can wear to work. And I can't wear only socks to work, you guys. I mean, you could. <laughs> you could. You know that you know that it's a movie we all hated when we refused to get started on the recording. <laughs> no, we're talking oh, about Christmas okay. stuff. Brandon, did you enjoy Christmas? Um, I think I spent Christmas alone <laughs> because my parents are out of town. Oh. Me too, but that's why I'm playing James video games. So get yourself at future or past Brandon oh. should get himself a video game. That's what I did for Christmas then. You guys are all welcome to have come to my parents' Christmas party that was on Christmas Eve. Can I come as your plus one? Absolutely. Yes. Wow. I told, well, my dad sent me a text that was like, we're having Christmas Eve at our place. Feel free to bring over a special someone or something like that. And I was like, oh, God, dad. All right, you guys. Welcome to We're Potting This Together. You know, it's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Santa Lori. I'm, I'm Sammy. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> the elf. <laughs> you guys, put on your Santa suit and hop in the sled, because today we're watching Twas the Night. This one is about a mis mischievous, mischievous 14-year-old boy and his irresponsible uncle almost ruined Christmas when they decided to take Santa's new high-tech sleigh for a joyride. As soon as I saw Brian Cranston was in this, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, It's I, funny yeah. how his career went from like, well, this would have been, I guess, after, do you think Frankie Nina's got him the hookup for DCOMs? Maybe. The main guy in this has actually been like in a lot of stuff brian cranston yeah he's a star no he's not brian too. cranston <laughs> josh, josh zuckerman the, the the boy he is he was born on april fool's day in 1985 and he's fun been, fact he was in kyle xy cool oh i think yeah. that might be where oh. i recognize him from because i was looking through his imdb yesterday and because uh, he looked super familiar the guy who played santa is in riverdale as cliff blossom Wait, wait, no who? way. Oh my gosh, what? Really? <laughs> yeah. I am so in no, on everything wait, about the this guy who right played now. Santa? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, maybe it's the dad. I haven't watched Riverdale, so I'm not sure. It's Barclay Hope. Oh yeah, he was he was the I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, don't say anything more. Am I the only one here who hasn't watched Riverdale? Uh I've only seen the first season. Don't spoil me on the second one. Oh, I haven't even watched that season. Okay, yeah. well then. You know what happens to the dad. Okay, there was one part of this movie I enjoyed, and the rest of it I didn't. And that one part was Brian Cranston, who I'm sure was just like, Frankie Mianos was like, hey man, here's a really easy way to make some money. And Brian Cranston was like, do you know what? 
I want to play a lawbreaker. And this is what gave him the inspiration later to be Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. True fact. Wow. I actually did. I did think Brian Granston was great in this and his character was the most intriguing character that we've had on any decom probably. Yes. It seemed very non decommy where it was like an actual criminal. Like he was actually stealing stuff, but like in a really clever way where it's like he, it seems almost like he broke into this decom world as like the actual yeah. criminal. Probably. And they're just like acting around him. Yeah, that's a good way to describe that. Can I tell you what I did to get ready for this movie? Oh, okay. I like shut all the blinds. I shut all the lights off. I plugged my Christmas tree in. I had some coffee. I had a cozy blanket. I lit a candle. And I was like, I'm going to enjoy this movie. And then I really did. So you you told yourself to enjoy the movie and you did? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to try to enjoy this as a nice Christmas movie. I will say, I think this one is about on par with all of the other made-for-TV Christmas movies out there. It's not any worse. I had the opposite experience. There were no candles. (laughs) I didn't bother to dim the lights. I just slopped into my bed and pulled this up and thought, maybe I can take a nap while this is playing and I'll still absorb some of it. But instead, (laughs) I ended up liking it way more than I thought. So let's get to talking about it. Oh, come all ye Santas. Aww. Pull your sleigh up next to me, and <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that went bad. So this movie starts with Danny, the main character, telling a rhyme to set the exposition. It was uh, "Twas the Night Before Christmas" style rhyme because that's the title of the movie. Get it? Do you guys get it? Uh, you know, <laughs> Sammy, you said that with a tone in your voice. Like, he starts with a rhyme, but it's yeah, like, he starts a with a rhyme, and it's so good. <laughs> That's how you should have said it. Because it was so good. It was a good intro. And then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the rest. I just really liked the beginning. And then, I guess, uh, Danny's, like, playing a video game in his room, and his little brother... Did we ever get the little brother's name? I did not catch the names of the brother or the sister. The brother is named really Peter Harry... Oh, or yeah, Peter. Bill. Peter is the brother. I remember because Uncle Nick says uh, Peter Cottontail, and he goes, I don't have a cottontail. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the sister's name. But anyway, Peter, the little brother, comes Abby. in the room. Or Caitlin. Sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at IMDb, and I can't tell who is who. Where so. are your sources coming from? <laughs> IMDb. But, like, she was 12 in this, and she's an adult now, so it's hard to tell which one's her and which one's the well, mom. Her name was Brenda. No, that's her real name. <laughs> it's not important. The little brother Caitlin. comes into Danny's room and is like, hey, it's Christmas Eve. Are we going to do our Christmas Eve traditions? And Danny's like, get out of here. It's not Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Pfft. Surprise. Yeah, but then he looks up. Christmas Eve is tonight. And he hasn't done any of his Christmas shopping, and now he panics, which I thought was funny because, like, even if it were the night before Christmas Eve, shouldn't you be panicking that you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet? I was shocked that they hadn't, like, set their tree up yet. They're like, hey, Danny, it's time to set up our tree for 12 hours. So Danny sells a bunch of his stuff to his little brother to make money to go buy Christmas presents. I don't understand where he's going with this money to buy Christmas presents on Christmas Eve as a child without a car. Right? 
Right? That was what yes. I was saying. Well, he's kind of a bratty kid. He, he he doesn't really care about anybody. But that's, like, there has to be some lesson to be learned. Okay, so... but the lesson to be learned isn't <laughs> isn't that he waited too long to buy Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. What a okay, all right. Um... I feel like your parents usually, like, get that together. They're like, we're going to go to the mall, and you pick out something for the sibling or something. Versus, like, him just having to figure it out by himself with his own money. Well, the other two seem to have gotten figured it out. I I just, I wish they would have started this on the night before the night before Christmas. I think that would have made the movie significantly better. Instead, we have, like, his <laughs> uncle nearby, but also far away. It's, like, in the same town, yeah. but it looks like it's not. Like, it seems like the uncle lives in, like, Florida or something. The whole, like, lead up into the actual night before Christmas was a little rocky. Like, I feel like there's a lot of dead time in this movie also. And they could have more thoroughly used time establishing the beginning even a little bit. They set all of these characters up very well. Like, we got to know each a little bit of each of their personalities. You know, the little brother just wants his older brother's attention. The little sister's, like really smart and kind of a pain in the butt because she's so smart. And the parents are like normal decom parents. My issue with it was just like, oh, it's Christmas Eve right now. I'm going to go buy presents. I'm going to sell him these things now. And then they get... It reminds me of the show 24 where they're like, here's a real time, blah, blah, blah. But it's clear that it's like a week's worth of stuff, even if they're counting down where they're like, this started in California, but there's a terrorist in New York City. So we're getting there fast and somehow still have 17 hours left. You're like, that's not how time works. We understand time. I mean, I don't know. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I Say that the beginning was rushed (laughs) and it didn't make sense. (laughs) Say beginning. Write it down. We've talked it through. I feel like it made sense. I feel like the little brother was like, oh no, I need, wait, I don't even remember the intro anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the parents get like, the parents are super pissed off at Danny for selling his stuff to his little brother. I don't understand what the problem is. Like this is, this was a mutual understanding. It's not like he conned him into it. He was just like, hey, I need money. I'll sell you some of my stuff. Well, it seemed like anything that he did, like, since he was the bad kid, they were going to be like, oh, obviously you did this and it's your fault, not your your little brother's completely in the right, you messed up here. Versus saying, like, well, the little brother should learn a lesson about getting ripped off by his big brother. I think I have the answer. Okay. It's sure. because... <laughs> it's because they don't want the older brother to end up like Uncle Nick. Smooth transition into Brian Cranston's part. So Brian Cranston is tied up, and it seems like the two gentlemen that he is with are sex workers, probably, and he didn't pay them. I mean, they don't say they're not. It definitely is we what happened. What's for sure. going on? There's masks. There's blindfolds. Ho 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 ho. Stop talking about me. He's getting tortured by. Well, he's not even getting tortured. He's getting interrogated by these two nerds. And then they bring out, like, the muscle. And the guy just grabs his nose and pinches it. And that was his his form of torture. I guess that's decom torture. <laughs> but... um, they have to, he has to pay them 30K for some reason. Do we know what for, aside from my sex worker theory? I think he, like, swindled them and being like, look, yeah, I'll... 
I'll get your internet search engine off the ground. I just need 30K. I'll deal with it with my investors and I'll be back. And he just took their money and kind of left. <laughs> so he's like running from them. He escaped somehow. It's kind of like in Breaking Bad when he used the coffee machine and like burned himself out of the basement. Um, he <laughs> goes into the bathroom and there's a Santa there and he very quickly, kind of like when people pull the like <laughs> what are table drapes called? Tablecloths. Table drapes. <laughs> no. Yesterday no. I was at Lori's place and I was asking where something was. She was like, it's on top of the cold thing. And I was like, cold thing? Oh, <laughs> she fridge? meant fridge. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he pulls, uh, like, when people pull the tablecloths out from, like, silverware and dishes and stuff on a table, this is what he does with Santa's pants while Santa's taking a poo. He just steals his pants and boots, which are connected like Santa's some sort of firefighter. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, uh, this moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to actually really like this movie, I think. Like, watching Brian Cranston run around, like, ripping Santa Claus's pants off, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what you want in a movie, Brandon. <laughs> yes. Is everything I, you can't tell me this wasn't, like, a really good chase scene. And he's, like, running through the mall, and there's little kids waiting for Santa, and and the the guard guy's like, yo, Santa, have you seen this guy? And he, like, beats him up and everything. Well, he's, yeah, like, he, like he, the, he says the, the muscle guy, he's, like, I can't remember his name, we'll pretend it's Steve. He's, like, well, blah, 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 Steve, and Santa's, like, how did, or, uh, the Steve was, like, how'd you know my name? He's, like, I'm Santa, and then he, like tickles him or something what did you do at that point he was like the the steve was like oh well what do i get for christmas and santa was like oh have you been a good boy and steve's like yeah i've been a good boy and he goes but have you really been a good boy because he knows he has it because he's beating him up earlier yeah um okay so the the uncle nick we find out he's in trouble and that he's trying to escape or something um but then we go back to the family's house and both the dad and the mom get called in to work. I guess the dad's a doctor or something. And it's on Christmas Eve. Again, this has all happened within the course of, like, maybe two hours. Yeah. So it's like, where? what do they have to do that they have to work? There is a, like, they're both he, real estate agents, and there was a house where somebody's like, we need in here for Christmas. or you. No, they're right both now. doctors, and there's been an outbreak... <sighs> Of reindeer flu, and I'm not making this up. This is what was in the movie. Uh, well, they make a joke about it a little later, too, when uh, the reason Santa doesn't have his reindeer, the reason he has the high-tech sleigh, is because oh. all the reindeer got the reindeer flu. Um, so Santa is spreading this disease by traveling everywhere. You should be quarantined. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I just want the record to show that this bullet point says, Uncle Nick shows up at the family's house, dresses Santa, hits on his knees. I did not catch that part. <laughs> Sammy, would you like to elaborate? Uh, so the, what's the sister's name? We never figured that out. Brenda. Caitlin. Caitlin. Margot. So, <laughs> so he walks in the house and he goes, who is this supermodel over here at the niece? And I was like, oh no. Santa comes. 
here and that's where Santa we are. Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right there. Oh yeah. Santa uh, they, Claus. Okay, his little gadget was pretty dope. His like, and I think this was the part that I really liked. I haven't seen this before, where it's Santa and they're explaining how he has all the toys in his bag and he just shrinks them and makes them super small. And yeah. That was really clever. It was so cute. I was like, okay, I like this movie now. I just wanted to say I really liked how they tied in like Santa Claus's lore to this you know like how they explain how he goes into the house like the flames freeze and then all the people freeze and the toys are tiny and then he makes them big i thought it was kind of clever they, they end up freezing uncle nick or, or shrinking him into like little mini uncle nick mm-hmm. it was honey i shrunk the kids honey really i shrunk was. the nick honey i shrunk oh, wait, the criminal okay, uncle guys, you know, i just realized his name is nick and he becomes saint nicholas Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think that was on purpose. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they okay. They're really scared. Santa. Oh, actually, Santa was there to like stop a program. Like a program on their computer messed up everything. Apparently, is Uncle Nick like a, a hacker? I think so. I think he's like those people that that will like you know when you're on a computer and there's like the thing that pops up that says like your MacBook is infected call this number now and then if you call it they'll be like ooh you need to pay us fifty dollars and we'll fix your computer. Oh gosh, yeah, it's costing me a ton, fifty every month. (laughs) 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 Um, but I, I I got the impression that Nick did something similar to that. Ooh, ooh, oh my gosh. And this would have been like 2001, where like tech was like pretty new, so people could be really, really easily swindled by computer stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It was weird that Santa was there for that. I feel like that would have been somebody else's job. I didn't realize Santa also provided tech support, but that's pretty nice of him. Well, I think the sleigh or the computer program stopped his sleigh. Didn't? Isn't that what it was? It like stopped. No. Oh yeah. (laughs) It like messed up the GPS coordinates or something. Okay, so that was his first stop because he had to get rid of it. Yeah, so that's why he was there. He drops the, like, freeze time machine gun, and Nick and the kid, like, unfreeze. And they knock him out. <laughs> like, which is a fair thing to do. There's like, an intruder in the see... home. Yeah. Okay, they find Santa, they beat him up, whatever. They find his cool gadgets, and they decide oh, we should totally, like, finish Santa's job and go to every house in the world and give them gifts. I feel like they just went around the neighborhood, really. Yeah, it was, like, three houses. (laughs) They went to the rich neighborhoods. Well, and they said mansion, and let's be real, that was a castle. Like, there's not that house in the middle of, like, oh, here's the city, and here's where the queen and king live. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful houses. With crazy furniture that would cost more than people's actual houses. So clearly, using this technology that we've established Santa has, Uncle Nick decides to steal things. But the things (gasps) he decides to steal, okay, so like jewelry, makes sense. Piano, yeah, sure. Like, I don't know, pianos are kind of hard to move. Like, you have to know it's a good piano to be able to sell it. he was stealing so many weird things. Like candelabras. A candelabra, uh, like... An old dresser? couches, dressers, which I understand they would be expensive, but they're like collector boutique items that are ID'd and like people know yeah. exactly where they came from and who Especially owns them at now. that like giant mansion thing, like 
people who have castle mansions don't go to like dealers and say like i'll take this couch they're like hey i'm gonna get this couch imported from italy and have them special yeah. make the fabric on it for me okay that's a really good point because when he sold a candelabra i was like what does that cost like 15 bucks at gorman's but <laughs> okay so yeah i guess i never thought of it that they were like probably like really rare collector's things but like that but, means like, that it'd be really hard to sell without getting yeah. busted immediately yeah even a car yeah. too which he steals yeah like, yeah they're like the so car's registered yeah why would you steal yeah. a car would you steal this movie <laughs> you wouldn't you yeah, wouldn't download yeah. a car <laughs> And yes, I would download a car if I could. So definitely, <laughs> it's a little different. I really liked how this whole plot point was set up. I kind of liked how the kid wanted to help Santa do Christmas, and he was like making himself a better person and giving the right gifts to the right children who needed them. I liked that the punching really bag really part thoughtful. was really nice. Yeah, and then at the same time, the uncle's actually on a mischievous mission. Okay, you guys, but how cute was it when he shrunk down, like, the little couches and he was, like, holding it in his hand? I, I really like, like that. That's so cool. The piano it, part, for some reason, like, seeing the little itty-bitty piano was really yeah. cute. And then he plays it, he goes, bing! Oh, yep, sounds good. <laughs> Danny, I also thought it was really cool, like you guys were saying, Danny is, like, looking up the bios of all the kids. And he's, I thought it was really cool, he's, like, seeing the naughty and nice list. And you can tell that he's kind of, like realizing oh i'm on the naughty list like maybe what i am doing isn't that great what i didn't like about that um was very of course, black what i didn't like about that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's kind of i the part i really dislike about the santa thing in general is it ends up being kind of a threat to kids where it's like you don't get this christmas thing if you don't aren't good and on this like one of the kids is listed as naughty because he was naughty 13 times in a year. I'm like, for a kid, that's not that much. I'm fairly certain else? I was naughty 13 times today. So, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Okay. And let's be clear. You cannot blame that on this movie. That's how Santa works. So, Brian Cranston is stealing all this stuff. At this point, Santa... Oh, um, the brother, Marcus... The little brother, he runs in and he's like, Uncle Nick. And so he sits on top of him because, like, that's what that kid does any scene he's in with Brian Cranston. He just jumps on him and he tries to pull on his beard and then he figures out it's not Nick. It's an, a strange man. And so he screams. Him and his sister quickly find out it's the legit Santa. How? I don't remember. How did he prove that he was Santa? They always do it the same way and, like, reveal a little piece of info that only you would know. This is exactly how it happened in The Ultimate Christmas Present, by the way. Yes. You cheated on your test in fourth grade off of Billy's worksheet. And she's like, oh my god, Santa. (laughs) What what was she like, Josh? Can you repeat that? Sorry, you cut out for a second. (laughs) Oh my god, Santa. How did you know? Wait, oh, I, no. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Could you re- could you repeat that? Oh my fucking god, like, Santa, how the fuck did you know? Like, no one was supposed to know I cheated off Billy. <laughs> now, once again for me. I'm done, okay? We're moving on. <laughs> That's fine. That's all you'll get of my valley girl voice. Santa and his sister have found themselves in a bad neighborhood. 
must be where I live, and they have a gang of producers. <laughs> okay, that part was really weird. Like, I it thought was, it was hilarious. I felt like I had missed something happening. Okay, they're driving to the Super Mart or computer store, Best Buy, to go and use the biggest, fastest, most awesome computer available, um, the 7000. Can we just point out how funny it is that they went there instead of to a university? Like, Kmart wouldn't have, like, some supercomputer, but carry on. The sister kept repeating, like, all the specs of the computer, and they were actually pretty good. But, like, for that time standard. Anyway, that they're driving to go to this place. Santa does not know how to drive, and I don't think he knows where he's going. That part kind of annoyed me because, yes, Brandon, I'm jumping in to Did say Did that something. part annoy you as well? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, Santa... He, like, joins humanity once a year and, like, gives kids gifts that are, like, various, you know, he's, like, seeing technology happen and stuff, assuming this is the same Santa that's always santa And so when the kids are like, do you know how to drive? He says, yeah, of course. Where's your parents' sleigh? Like, Santa knows cars are a thing. Santa knows other people aren't using sleighs. It's not like... Uh, I was hope you weren't, hoping you weren't going to bring that up because... <laughs> I cannot defend that. Yeah, he was like, yeah. where's your parents' sleigh at? And it's like, idiot, what do you think? Like, I'm sure there's some, like, kids who've asked for cars for Christmas. Let's talk about this fight scene between Santa Claus and this gang. Because it was so special. Oh like, it God. was something that this movie has that I've never seen before. And it really, it was just a really good scene. They okay, they, they start, you take it. Oh, you no, can say I'll it. Let, I'll let you take it. <laughs> okay, so they pull up and Santa's like, Hey, excuse me, youngsters. Would you mind moving? And of course, yep. they're like, no, like, get out of the way, old man. We're spray painting this entire wall, all 16 of us. <laughs> and Santa honks his horn. He's like, beep, beep. Would you please move? They were like, yo, old man, what do you think you're doing? We're going to surround your car and start shaking it because we're so mad. And then Santa gets out. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, he's like, oh, I'd really appreciate it if you moved. And then they start to fight because one of the youngsters takes a swing at him. I was so scared that this was going to be like a Santa fight scene. Like I wanted Santa to to punch him. Like I was ready for it. I wanted it. But at the same time, I didn't. Because what happens next is even better. Is this the, oh, well, I know God. at the end he tickles the dude. Did he tickle them here too? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. okay. I remembered that as well, but I didn't think it happened twice, but apparently... Yeah, I thought it, it only happened so... at the end. Did it really happen in this scene, too? Yeah, yeah. they keep taking... It swings at him, and, like, they'll swing, and then they'll miss him, and then Santa Claus will be like, ooh, tickle, 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 and the guy's like, what are you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> and I was so happy because, okay, I felt like it gave Santa this real, like, aura, where these people were he tickles people? Gonna... No, like, he is just holly and jolly and happy, and a group of gangsters who want to beat him up get turned around, and they're just laughing and having a good time, like, just because he's there, and because Okay, of I'm presence. saying, if I'm, like, in an escalated situation with an old guy and he tickles me, it is not going to make the situation better. <laughs> if it were Santa, it No. Would. No, if Santa tickled me, like, Next that's... time it happens to you, just say, are you Santa? <laughs> I, 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 
I, I feel like you haven't been touched by an old man in public before, and that's giving you a very different perspective on this situation. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to figure out how to how to say, oh, no, I have. <laughs> no, I haven't. But, like, an old guy with a... An old guy with a white beard thought he recognized me at Hobby Lobby the other day. And, like, it wasn't a thing where, like, oh, hey, and then, oh, sorry, I thought you were someone else. It was a thing where he walked in front of me and, like, stared into my eyes for, like, a good ten seconds. And I was just standing there, like, what is this guy doing? And then he's like, oh, I thought you were someone I knew. That sounds creepy AF. Okay, and so you're saying that if he had, like... Since he's an old man and he had a beard and stuff, if after this interaction he had tickled you, you would have been like, oh, okay, no, it's fine. Okay. If he said he was Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's sending a really problematic message to little no, kids okay. about that's if old, not, old men tickle him. <laughs> okay. That's not what this I'm is... saying at all. I'm saying that Santa, the real Santa, has, like, such a good energy and, like, way about him that he can do that and it's okay. He makes everybody <laughs> laugh. Okay. I'm just going to say, you have to go watch the scene. Don't, like, I don't know. You're making, you're taking it so far out of context. I'm not, though. He's tickling people. That's literally what happened. And it makes sense because he's the real Santa. Okay, I'm going to prevent this tickle fight from happening. Um, They make it through this gang of people, of guys, uh, and then they end up leading them to the store. Like, Thanks. And then they're at the store where the sister's trying to get on the fancy computer so that they can stop uh, Danny and Uncle Nick from ruining Christmas or whatever it is they're doing with the sleigh. Yeah, it turns out that she can somehow hack. Wi-Fi wasn't a thing at this point, right? No. Not I don't really. Think so. Think so she hacks into it and they're using some sort of like joystick or something. So then this is when Nick and martin are going to the mansion castle and Danny. he's trying to like steer towards it sure and <laughs> the sister's taking it over somehow like yeah. movie computer science stuff and starts steering it blindly because i don't think she has like they have gps but she doesn't have like a camera view so she yeah, could literally she kill them right she, now she doesn't know whether or not there's like a bird flying across their path or a mansion uh, castle in front of yeah. them <laughs> Well, so it was weird because she, like, took control of it, and she was like, oh, we're going to get the sleigh home. But they just, like, stayed at the mansion for a really long time. Like, yeah. did she crash them into the mansion? Is that what happened? No, Danny decided, he's like, look, someone, something's happening to the sleigh. I think I can just turn it off and then back on again, and, like, we'll have control again. So he oh. does that. He turns it off. And then they decide to finish things up at the mansion first. But... Things do not go well. I love, so obviously Nick is going to use this opportunity to steal. There's a giant Christmas Eve party going on, maybe a key swapping party, who knows. And they all have very fancy jewelry on, so he freezes them all and he starts stealing necklaces. And this lady has this, I love in movies when women have like giant diamond rings because it's just so clearly costume jewelry. Yeah. And so he steals it, and then Dan- Danny Boy comes in and finds out that, shockingly, his uncle has been stealing stuff. And so he hits the button, and all the stuff, it's kind of like the Green Gots bank scene 
in, Gal- in uh, Deathly Hallows, everything just grows, and all of a sudden, Brian Cranston's on top of an old dresser that he thought to steal for some reason that looked like it was like painted by a child. And he's smushed against the ceiling with by all the crap that he was stealing. I thought this was such a cool little scene. Like, and the effects were cool, and like the visual display of like everything that he was stealing, all the little scams he was doing added up to be this mountain of crap. It was kind of like that. What's the Veggie Tales one with the lie? Uh, oh, the rumor the... weed? No. Yes. <gasps> yes. Where like the oh, he kept works. lying and oh, the yeah, monster keeps kept getting, getting bigger. bigger. Yeah, the the rumor weed. Ooh ooh ooh. Rumor weed. Rumor weed. <laughs> yes, it's true. Veggie tales, veggie tales, veggie tales, veggie tales, veggie tales, Did you did we bring up that Danny wanted to actually like steal food from the mansion to bring it to poor kids? Yeah, they. That was another like weird little plot thing that. I think this side stuff with Danny proved that, like, like he does do bad stuff, but all kids do. But, like, he's the bad kid. His brother's the cute one and his sister's the smart one. So it's, like, he's not a bad kid necessarily. He makes mistakes. Like, ki- like him swindling his brother's money isn't abnormal. Like, that's a yeah, big brother, little brother thing. I, it's not yeah. like he's some felon or, like, stealing from his brother or, like, beating his brother up. So, like, I think that was part of him, like, oh, he's not bad and what we find out with uncle nick is that he was treated that way and he explains how his entire past was like his parents never got him the gifts he wanted he was always the bad kid he was always messing up so he lived that life already he's like you're never gonna be good enough anyway yeah i just like that these two are on this like journey together (laughs) that makes it sound really deep but where Danny was like, he had good intentions, and then near the end he started to like steal from people, but still with good intentions. Very Robin and at the same, Yeah, it was, I really liked their little like, what's that word? Bond, growth, nope. journey. Like, like bouncing, what is the word? I, I really, really liked, liked their... their... Dynamic? Dynamic. That's the word I was looking for. There. I knew it had a Y in it. <laughs> <laughs> there's three actually. why didn't you tell us there was a why in it then <laughs> danny leaves like the mansion and him or his uncle doesn't go with him he's like oh i have all this stuff you know santa doesn't want it back like i'll just like hang out here and take all my stuff and it kind of like broke their bond that they had just made <laughs> like he was committing to like staying bad basically yeah because he was so committed to his stuff and this crap and paying money and all that and danny's like well we have to get this slate of santa because we're ruining christmas literally but when they he does get back he broke the sled and these bad people are there like who want the money that that was swindled away from them the bad guys show up, and Santa's like, I know how to handle this, and he tickles them. That's not... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Josh, you're not helping the point I was trying to make earlier. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is that what he does at the end, too? That he tickles them? He yeah, that's why yeah. That's why Sammy and I both didn't think that he tickles. It's like, surely there's not two tickle fights in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought the tickle fight didn't happen until the end. Because I remember... It happened okay. both times. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. What does happen is that Uncle Nick comes back and he's like, hey, you guys, like, 
I'll take care of this. It's my fault. I'll make it right. And so then he tries to tickle the bad guys. See, for a second there, in my head, when you were saying Santa tickles the bad guys, I was thinking Uncle Nick was tickling the bad guys at the end. <laughs> and I was like, why was he? Why would he tickle the bad guys? That obviously won't work. Um. So what happens? Um, Something happens. Everybody's home. Up. Everybody wakes up and it's very quick. Like everybody runs downstairs and they're handing out presents and stuff. And the camera keeps panning to Brian Cranston awkwardly who's like ha ha oh hey ha ha <laughs> and then they're like you got something from santa and then the mom and dad look at each other which like another hole no the... nope, we're not going there <laughs> no but, like the, the mom and dad look at each other and it was like clear like we didn't get him anything because like you know parents give kids the stuff from santa but in this universe santa exists like santa's yeah. actually giving people stuff so like if there's okay, a gift from again, santa to be fair this happens with every Santa movie. That doesn't like, make this it okay. is not the fault of this movie. No, actually, it doesn't happen in every movie where there's like the knowing look between the parents. Like the the parent, like the in in most movies, like if there's Santa, like there'll be the moment where somebody gets a gift from Santa and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's magic because they believed again and Santa came back and gave them the gift." In this case, like the parents gave the look, like if you didn't give it to him and I didn't give it to him, who gave it to him, sort of thing. But like since Santa exists, like that look didn't need to be there i think the parents were like did you do that and they're like no and then they're like did you do that no but i think the other one just thinks the other one got that for him what about single single parent households they're like oh um someone reverse broke into us. our house and like, <laughs> okay, this is what happens santa injects memories of going to walmart and buying it and wrapping it into the parents' brains. Actually, that's something I thought, too. I was like, maybe Santa implants these memories, and then he charges the parents' credit cards, so the parents so, thought they bought like, it. what's the point of Santa, then? That's <laughs> no, the that's worst the Santa thing. ever. Like, oh, you're still yeah. charged for it. I mean, we never oh said gosh. that it was, like, a good deal. <laughs> I'm just saying it's that might be It's kind of a delivery service. Okay, but what is the gift that he gets? It's a Jimi Hendrix replica Stratocaster, 1950-something, lots of details. But what I was concerned about when he picked it up and they were like, oh, let's play something. I was like, are they going to make electric noises come from this guitar that's oh, not no. plugged in? But he did, like, reach behind him and there's, like, an amp next to the tree also. Oh, man. <laughs> they want him to play that guitar. Yeah, I thought, okay, first I thought it was cool that he got the guitar. That means Santa has hope for him and that he isn't just like a bad person he yeah. can be a good person so that's cool when he like kind of has his moment santa looks at him he's like you're on the that's the first step to rehabilitation so i thought he was gonna pick up the guitar and just totally suck <laughs> oh yeah because <laughs> it starts out and he's like plucking a few strings and i thought he was just like not gonna know how to play it at all i thought that would have been a good ending yeah <laughs> luckily he does uh start playing some crazy riffs dude what lessons did we learn i learned that you shouldn't steal things it's bad but if you do steal things just tickle people to get out of it yeah exactly and it's never too late to come back from the naughty list i think is the true meaning of this movie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. preach it i learned that to fit all of his presents in a bag santa shrinks down the presents I mean, I think it's a good, solid thing to add to a canon Santa list. When so when he when he's like starting out the night and the bag's full of all the little tiny toys, how does he like find it in his giant bag? It's got to be. They, they mentioned at one point like um, 
Like, how do I know which present to leave here? He's like, oh, just reach your hand and, like, whatever you grab is the right one sort of deal. Okay. So you, like, summon it. Okay, that makes sense. I learned that Santa's Naughty List works on a sliding scale. And I'm adding that to my canon list of Santa trivia. My lesson is, uh, I guess Sammy already said it, but it's, like, not too late to be off the naughty list. And that you don't have to, like, play the roles that other people have assigned to you. You can choose to be on the good list. That's a good interpretation of this movie. And I think, and I don't think that was a stretch. I think this movie actually did have a life lesson as opposed to the last like 10 movies where we're trying to scrounge for some sort of meaning out of Halloween Town 2. Also, I learned tickling people is a good thing. Do that. No, don't absolutely. Local Nebraskan man arrested for tickling (laughs) strangers at the zoo. As a ticklish person who absolutely hates being tickled and everybody finds it hysterical, don't Tickle people non-consensually. Don't I... touch people non-consensually. <laughs> for, for this movie rating, I'm giving it a six. I feel like the bones to it were really good. I feel like it was just a matter of pacing. Yes, we did it. All I was hoping for was above a five. I will gladly give this a six as well. I was so happy that this was just a, a, a good holiday movie I could enjoy and watch. And remind me that being materialistic isn't, like, the point of Christmas either. Because watching Uncle Nick go around collecting all these materialistic things, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be that person. I really liked this movie. I'm going to give it an 8. Because I really liked Brian Cranston in this movie. He was so good. He was so good. There were so many really good parts. I feel like the the parts that you're talking about, like, they were really fun to watch. I wish they would have taken maybe other parts out and made those parts mean more. Like, made those bad guys come back at the, like, the guys who are messing with this car, like, make them come back at the end or something. And, like, Santa points something out to them or, like, to tie it into the rest of the movie. Yeah. I would give it a five, I think. Yeah, I think it's perfectly middle of the road. I wasn't angry watching it. There were a lot of saving moments, like Brian Cranston, uh, and like the Santa lore was some of the better Santa lore out there. Uh, just a perfectly yeah, average Santa movie. Lore. I'm gonna give a hot take here. I think I prefer this to Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, which I recently rewatched, and that movie does not hold up in yes. any way, shape, or form. I was thinking that. I thought that same thing. It is very similar to Santa Claus. All right. Um, well, thanks for listening to wait, this special Wait, what's next Christmas week? What are we watching episode? next week? What are we watching next, next week? Next week, we'll be watching... <laughs> Double teamed! Another porno! Oh, yes! <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about what this movie is probably about. The title makes it very apparent there was an intern who put in a joking title and they went with it. <laughs> I remember exactly what this one is about. I bet you do. It's about two twin girls... And some balls. And some balls, for sure. Yep. That's actually 100% accurate. Peace out, bitches! Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review. Later!